Hi, and welcome to this week's LGBT Wellness Podcast. Each week, LGBT HealthLink, a program of Centerlink, brings you a roundup of some of the biggest LGBTQ wellness stories from the past week. Get ready to listen and learn lots. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another week of our LGBT Wellness Roundup. Don't forget that if you want to check out any of these stories for yourself, all you have to do is go to blog.lgbthealthlink.org, where we have a written version of the roundup that has links to everything we're about to discuss. Let's go to our first piece of the week, Pride Study Launches Annual Questionnaire. The Pride Study launched its annual questionnaire for 2022, aiming to grow its database on all things LGBT health. We've talked about the Pride Study quite a few times here on the podcast, but in case you don't know, uh, the mission of the Pride Study is to help us better understand LGBT health by recruiting folks to take an annual survey about their well-being, and then they make that data available um, anonymously, of course, for researchers who want to do research on LGBT health. So this has given us a a big trove of data already. We've covered a lot of studies that have used the Pride Study data, and we're going to have one as our next story here. Um, so it's definitely a, a great resource. And one of the things, along with the All of Us um, research initiative, that's helping us to really get a better picture of our community's health after many, many, many years of having uh, very little data available to work with. So if you've not already signed up for the Pride Study, you can check your eligibility on their website. Um, and if you are already a member, a participant in the in the program, then now is the time to go check um, that 2022 survey off your bucket list. So head over there today and get that done. And um, by doing so, you're, you're helping us to grow what we know about our community's health. So next up, we're going to look at a, an example from the Pride study on COVID and mental health. So researchers using that data published in JMIR, Public Health and Surveillance, um, a new study that found that between March and August of 2020, greater exposure to COVID-19 news was associated with more symptoms of anxiety and greater odds of PTSD among LGBT adults. The study highlights the toll that the pandemic has taken on the mental health of the LGBT populations, um, which could inform how we think about future public health emergencies. I think it's really, it's interesting because, you know, we want people to watch the news and learn what's going on and learn how to take care of themselves and how to reduce their risk. But, you know, this is clearly showing that the same people that are trying to, to learn and take care of themselves are also gaining anxiety as a result of that. So definitely, to me, the takeaway is, okay, you know, when we think about our community's health, we need to make sure that we're um, we're providing information in a way that's going to reassure people, give them the tools that they need, but also not, you know, cause cause a panic and cause more harm. So definitely an, an interesting study and something that probably applies to most adults, not just LGBT adults, but it's really good to know um, what's going on within our population in particular. Next up, major findings from the CDC on LGBT health. The CDC published a report using data from the National Center for Health Statistics, which found quite a few differences between um, LGB and other individuals' health. For example, sexual minority individuals were more likely to report smoking, heavy drinking, marijuana use, and other substance use when compared to their heterosexual counterparts. Additionally, sexual minority women in particular were more likely to have been diagnosed with conditions such as arthritis, cancer, and diabetes compared to uh, heterosexual women. 
and bisexual women also had particular disparities compared to heterosexual folks um, that lesbian women did not have uh, these particular disparities, including higher levels of ovulation and menstrual problems and pelvic inflammatory disease. So all of this really shows how important it is that we're able to kind of go into specifics, looking at specific subpopulations. And I'm sure that if we were, you know, to look at um, differences between different race and ethnicity groups and ages, we would find even more differences. And all of that helps to inform us in terms of what kind of groups need what outreach, who needs more programs, why do these disparities exist, all really important things. So definitely a lot of stories um, on this week's episode talking about the importance of data, but it really is important. Next up, Texas order suspended for now. Reuters reported that a judge in Texas has temporarily suspended an order from the state's governor, about which you may have heard, um, which uh, directed the Department of Children and Families in that state to investigate parents who support their children um, in accessing medically appropriate gender-affirming care. LGBT and civil rights organizations had sued to block this order from going into effect. Um, They say that it's counter to science, which backs such treatment, and also violates the rights of trans children and their parents. And the Texas Supreme Court had already uh, previously ruled against the order, but that ruling um, had not resulted in all investigations being suspended. Um, It was only applying to the particular case that was in front of the court. So this kind of moves that one step forward. But again, it may take a while to see how this actually shakes out and to see um, if the order uh, is totally um, overturned or if it's eventually allowed to go into effect. Now our next story, Australian campaign targets smoking. Gay Nation reported on a new anti-smoking campaign in Australia, which is aimed at the LGBT community. Like most LGBT communities around the world, including ours here in the U.S., um, the Australian LGBT population faces tobacco use disparities when compared to their non-LGBT peers. The project is the result of a collaboration that included LGBT people in focus groups speaking to their community and an organization um, trusted among LGBT individuals helping to design this campaign. Um, They said that it's important that make sure the messaging um, really resonates with LGBT folks and is credible among the the community, which as we know, um, not all advertising is that's aimed at us, is not designed by us, and doesn't always uh, feel authentic. The campaign points out that um, there are lots of health and financial benefits to quitting smoking and uh, provides folks with options, including apps, medication, and counseling um, to help them succeed. So definitely um, a great example of of outreach uh, to a population that really needs some um, assistance in terms of uh, learning how to quit for those who want to. And in our final story of the week, resources for understanding monkeypox. The Fenway Institute published resources on monkeypox, such as a fact sheet and infographics that explain its impact on LGBT populations. The recent global outbreak has especially impacted gay and bisexual men, even though everyone is equally susceptible to the new virus. There's also a webinar there that's aimed at healthcare providers and members of the LGBT community, so if you're wanting to learn more about this new outbreak and understand it a little bit better, that may be a good way to get started. Well, that's a wrap on another week of our LGBT Wellness Roundup. Thanks so much, as always, for tuning in. And don't forget that if you want to check out any of these stories or resources that we've discussed, you can go to blog.lgbthealthlink.org, where we have all the links that you will need. Have a great week, and we'll see you next time here at the Roundup.